0: Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? (coughs) Mm -hmm. That looks amazing. What did you order? (coughs) Tacos. Um, what? (coughs) Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get
1: out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich.
2: (coughs) Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? (sighs) Yeah.
3: Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. (laughs) Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking.
0: I
1: know. I just wanted to get you from behind.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. (laughs) Seriously, I follow them
3: on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop.
2: More than just great Mexican food. (laughs)
1: Allie, I can see your phone.
2: It's technically a tooth.
1: Ali's got a heart on. Blah-low. Blah-low. Welcome to Customer States. We're black. Where we talk about anything and everything in the automotive industry. We really appreciate you guys being here. And
0: in your honor, I would love to crack one. That would be fantastic. I would really appreciate it. Crack your bones. Are we ready? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.
2: Happy bitches.
0: Friday. Huh. Oh, this is delicious. Tropical mango. <laughs> Tropical mango. Tropical mango. <laughs> I feel like we've done this before. I
3: like, yeah, like this strawberry guava.
2: I really thought you were going to be like, I like to move it, move it. I don't know why. can <laughs> King Julian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We could like restart and do it so again. <laughs> 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 I'm Eric Montenegro. Hi, Hi Eric. Hi. I'm an automotive technician, almost six years now. Hooray! <laughs> Currently working for CGR. CGR. And doing everything under the sun, including used fucking cars.
2: How's that going for Oh,
1: fucking fantastic. Let me tell you. The dog
2: just opened and kissed me.
1: I actually... I actually kind of love it. It's it's nice. Cause I'm more at the remote location. So it's just me and four lifts and my music turned all the way up and an air-conditioned room set to sixty-six degrees. Air
2: conditioned.
1: Oh fuck yeah. Woot. What? Fuck yeah. Woot. So I'm a little spoiled right now. Yep. And to my left is Ali Paul.
2: Hello, I'm Allie Paul. The No Wall.
1: No walls,
3: no the ocean.
2: Oh, she fell off. You guys, That's it's in says. real time. It's. The eve of all those hollows. Oh, yeah.
3: I was going to say,
1: happy Halloween, everyone. Happy
2: Halloweenies. Oh, yeah, we'll... yeah, happy belated, you guys. I
1: hope you all had wonderful, happy Halloweenies.
3: And I hope you checked all of your children's candy. Oh, for... stop those fucking knives.
0: <laughs> you razor blades, needles, and other shit. Well, I hope you found all the drugs <laughs> in your kids' candies and took them took from And took them yourself, them, yes. Yeah, yeah that's and right. And disposed those, of them properly. Those
1: smarties are not candy. <laughs> we'll the opinions of Mike sugar. Sarah
2: are not reflected in the views of Customer State's podcast. I
1: found a
3: 1969 Camaro in my son's Snickers bar. <laughs>
2: I'm Allie Paul. I am a warranty administrator for both Volkswagen and Mazda. And I've been doing it for maybe 14 years now, because I feel like I've been saying 13 for a long time. Yeah, two
0: years. We're <laughs> to do a It's, fact probably, check on that, it's
2: probably 15 years. All in all in the automotive industry.
0: Scary.
1: Mm. Yeah. What about that guy next to you?
2: What about that guy next to me? He's so good looking. He's so fucking sweet. And sexy. he's so sweet.
1: Jake is daddy as fuck. Daddy is fuck.
2: He, <laughs> introducing... He, he's dressed
0: as Mr. Clean this year for oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Halloween.
2: shit. He really
1: is. That's
3: funny. A lot of my cashiers used to call me Mr.
0: Clean. Is that McMurray? <laughs> Wait. Speaking
2: of Mr. Fuck Clean... Fuck you, I'm not McMurray. <laughs> have you guys heard? This is kind of old news now and it'll be old news when this comes out in the podcast, but did you see the wax figure of my other boyfriend the Dwayne the Rock Johnson's wax figure in an English museum they made him white <laughs> He is by far the wrong color. They took all of the melanin out of him, and he looks exactly like Mr. Clean. The rock
3: turned into the sand. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Holy shit.
3: The snow. Uh, So I am am Jake. We are so (laughs) derailed. It is very nice to meet you all. And for the people who know me, it is very nice to have you back. I am a service advisor. A, all we can hear is the licking. Yes. I'm a service advisor, and I'm pretty good at what I do. I am also a professional bitch boy. Stop. I, mean,
2: I am not a chew toy. Would,
3: would you like something done that you don't want to? <laughs> I'm your man. Uh, Anyways, um, I've been doing it for five years, almost five years. I used to be a porter, so that's included in that. And to my leafed, leafed is uh, Sarah Mike. Okay. <laughs>
2: hi sarah
0: <laughs> hi. hi my name is mike i do lots of things in, in the uh, automotive industry and um yeah stuff and things it's great welcome to customer states podcast i just want to
1: tell you mike that you matter I, whether I, or not you think you don't
0: you do you matter matter uh you know and never forget we all love you mm-hmm. so much so you know right now it's, a, it's a tough time from
3: that ledge my friend <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right now, it's a tough time in the automotive industry, and um, for a number of reasons, shortages, shortages of, like, good people, the increased demand of the customers and their expectations, things like that, price increases. Yes, Ali.
2: Shortages of sanity. The
0: narwhal in the back. (laughs) Uh, Yes, can I hear from the narwhal in the back, please? Yes,
2: um, (laughs) I have a shortage of sanity. Thank you.
0: Okay, yes, (laughs) All, for all of the above reasons, it's you, hard for she had, everyone. You guys had sanity? <laughs> <laughs>
2: to begin with?
0: Um, <laughs> no.
1: no. shit. You guys are getting paid? Exactly.
0: <laughs> you guys are getting paid? So for all of those reasons, it's hard for everyone. And for those of us who have been in the industry long enough to go through the ups and downs, it's still especially hard for us. But then when we have the people that call out sick from work mm-hmm. for whatever reason... Or say that they have some BS excuse for whatever reason and, you know, we know that they're not out sick or they're, you know, goldfish isn't dying or whatever. Every every single time that that happens, that, that you could come into work and do your job, but you choose not to, that affects every single other person around you. It's the ripple effect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you may think that, oh. Stop being I, so fucking selfish. Well, you know, you may think, well, I'm just a porter. I just park cars. Well, guess what? When you don't park the cars, guess who else has to? Michael. Yes. Someone else does. Michael does. What does does that take away from that other person's job? Do you park cars, Michael? I do. Mm -hmm. Yes, more often than I should. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, way above your pay grade. For everyone that's listening, no matter what you do in your industry, I mean, you know, you could be a a fry cook at you know the Krusty Krab, but you know, Krusty
1: Krab pizza is
0: is the pizza. Your your job is important, and it's important for you, Are you to be at now, your station Mr. Krabs? at every single point in time. If you can be there, it's and the ripple effect is massive. Just I don't understand why there's so many. Your job doesn't absences. disappear because you do. Yeah, you're a ripple. So- oh, it'll still be there when I get back tomorrow. You're, no, you're replaceable irreplaceable. No, because the stress the, the stress and the strain that you put on everybody else trying to deal with your customers when you have all the answers and you're not answering your phone call, stuff like mm. that. I got customers calling in. Well, they said they were gonna call me and let me know what the Excuse update of the vehicle is. You know, technician doesn't know, there's no paperwork with it. Even and, small pebble make large ripple. Mm, Seriously. Just...
2: It's so true, especially like one person leaving something off can cause so much. Devastation in the office after a while. Like man your post. <laughs> please. You know, and I think especially with um, you know, the situation that Jake and I are in right now, where we went through our buy sell, it's like a lot of morale f- for some people are is down greatly.
0: Oh, understandably so. That's and, an, an understanding.
2: And because of that, like the team, it's hard to rally everyone to be a team because it mm. really does take everything. Like yeah, I'm having some some issues right now where, you know, we're not having the little baby parts get on the ROs. And it's like the parts manager is like, "Well, that is that is parts department's fault." But it's also the service writer's fault for not checking that everything's there. Like we left main items off. Like we left not a whole me to be clear, separate. not me. No, this is most of my issues are in Volkswagen just because we write so much more warranty than I mean, uh, it's just
0: that German engineering.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's
0: to say that Mazda is a good car or, or Volkswagen is a bad car, but that's a very interesting statement.
2: It. it <laughs> Can, I don't know if I should say this, but maybe I've said it before, but that's part of the reason, to the, reason why to I the drive queen a, in the back. That's the reason why I drive a Mazda. Okay, go on.
1: Are you done? Yep. I would like to play devil's advocate. Okay. Um, I politely disagree with you um in your you saying that it's partially the advisor's fault for checking parts because in my opinion that's it, unless yeah. it's a small repair like a water pump or you know oil change or whatever spark uh, hold on let me finish or a tune up or something like that Everything you know you're doing is they bad. Then yes, annoying. hold them accountable for stuff like that. But when you're talking about like an engine or transmission replacement, you know, suspension work, something like that, where there's going to be a lot of one-time use parts that aren't on the RO, like the strut nuts and the yeah. lower control strut arm nuts. bolts, <laughs> and the lower control arm bolts and whatnot. I don't expect a service advisor to know the those things. Like, oh, we've done this job a hundred times. There should be. This bolt is missing out there. I don't expect them to know that. I expect it to start with the technician because the technician should have requested those parts. And not that I condone or say that we ever tell them to only charge out parts, because I don't want them. Um, (laughs) But at least make sure that they're charged out. And then yes, it is the parts department job to make sure that they are on the RO. So I think that needs to start with the technician Then go to parts and then you can talk to advisors. You
2: know know what? You, You are correct in those situations. And I do agree with you in those situations. But specifically what I'm talking about is if you were placed as the main part a oil separator and it's not on the repair order. That's fair. If you replaced a That's water, a if the technician yeah. replaced a water pump and the water pump is not first There's of all.
1: There's just a $13 gasket charged out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sure. about
2: paying yourself and I, I know I was a little bit unclear when I said little baby parts but what I meant was. <laughs> the fucking main we have <laughs> We have. The long um,
1: block's not charged out for Christ's sake.
2: We have recalls that mm-hmm. have like a tenth of a tube of sealant mm-hmm. right but every single time that recall is performed the same part is charged out yeah so if i do feel like that kind of does fall on the service advisor and another part of that is okay if they're only doing that recall and there's no other parts And you didn't tell parts department that you needed that. There's literally no way for them to know because that tube is in the technician's bay Mm -hmm. and they're, they're not going every time and saying, can I have a 10th of a tube of whatever?
0: Right. Right. No. (laughs) So between the technician and the parts department, they should know that per whatever procedure, or whatever service bolt in that you're allowed to charge out a certain amount of miscellaneous or, you know, X amount for this specific chemical, that, that should be something that should be established at this point.
1: That, well, that, that should go, again, that that should fall back to the technician, even though you already have the tube of silicone or whatever the fuck it is in your bay, you still need to send a parts rec to make sure that they charge So I out. agree. We, we
0: have a field service action out right now that is about like a wire a harness chafing for the rear axle on these trucks. And, um, Chaving. yes, like my thunder thighs, yes. So, um, same, <laughs> you need to charge out two dollars and fifty cents in miscellaneous charges for the zip ties. Ford allows that, and if you don't charge that out, over, expand it over a lot of ROs, you're you know, two dollars and fifty cents doesn't seem like a lot of money, but expand it over lots and lots and lots of ROs, that's a lot of money. So, for then that's just one thing on one repair, you know, one field service action. So you need to make sure that you're getting everything that you can out of your repairs.
2: Well, and I don't know if this is the same for Ford, but like, if I don't have that part charged out improper repair,
0: yes. Oh, so sa- that's another thing.
2: part of it. So yeah. I'm literally having the service writers make another ticket for 99 cents yeah. of
0: bullshit. <laughs> Freaking service writers, dude. Mm. so,
2: it's, it's a process thing, and, you know, I know we're two months into this, but it's it's really—we're <laughs> trying we're all trying our best. So I,
3: it'll get dialed in soon. Yeah. I can't speak for all service advisors, but what I like to do is if it's a warranty job that I don't know about or that it's something not simple, like, you know, a, a recall that's going to either have no parts or something really simple— it's like if a tech tells me we've got a recall out, well, an older recall, but it's still out and about, where it's a um, brake pedal may travel, it's either an inspection or you replace the ABS. So check with the tech. Is this an inspect or is this a a parts replacement? That type of stuff, real easy. You should know. You should know your shit. If it is one, let's say, a long block that I just finished, I like to personally, when it's all wrapped up, call the parts department, be like, hey, can you double check this? It's real easy. You don't have to know all of the fucking parts, but hey, can you double check this? The repair has been completed by the technician properly. Can you please double check this and make sure that all of the parts are there? Real simple. Done. Period. You don't have to close it right away. Dot your eyes, cross your T's, or cross your I's and dot your T's. Whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and our dealership doesn't Utilize the parts rec portion of C D K yet because no one knows what? how to do that.
0: Can I come over? It
2: can you please? I offer please help me. At any time. Actually,
0: if you want to
3: come over anytime, you want to teach my text how to properly clock in and clock out. How much time? Oh, uh, it's so, oh. I
2: some? don't actually. We can't talk about that. It's it's not a problem you, allegedly.
3: You want some non working hours? <laughs>
2: Yeah, do you want to not get paid for something? Come I over to our. A twelve dealership. pack
0: of White Claw goes pretty far these days. That's fair. I got you covered. <laughs> Deal. So, besides dumb employees.
2: Well, we didn't talk about
0: customers oh. are dumb. Oh, customers are customers are dumb as well, shit. If there's any customers listening, sometimes customers are dumb.
2: Not you. You're great.
0: You're, yeah, you're special. We we appreciate you. Customers are about as good as tits on a bull or whatever the
2: I fuck. I guarantee that if Pretty you're good. listening to this podcast, you are not a dumb customer. No. I guarantee it.
1: hmm Cause you're smart. SMRT. you
2: just just dialed it way back (laughs) or or ran
3: it back or on the other side of the coin somebody told you about this podcast because they secretly hate you (laughs) (laughs) and we're talking about you
1: right now (laughs) so why are customers dumb besides the obvious I had a vehicle towed in this week it was a Ram 1500 an older vehicle like a 2014 oh my god Remind me about towing when you're done. Sorry to interrupt. Don't forget towing when you're done. Thank you. Love you. Uh, Love you. (laughs) So Jesus, this uh, pickup truck was towed in for a crank no start. And um, the customer told the service rider. And they got no gas in it. (laughs) The customer told the service rider that they had just filled up. And when they filled up, after they filled up, the needle didn't move. And then after driving for a short while afterwards, the truck died on the freeway. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Had it towed in. This customer just had their fuel pump replaced by us thrice. Three, why times? Thrice? Three why times. Why thrice? Three times. The part was serviced. Okay. I'm sorry. But after the second time. You might want to look into something else. You should have else. looked at something else. Like, okay, the first time. Yeah, chances are slim, but things happen, you know. Service part warranty that bitch. Oh it's a bad one fuel pumps. You know. It's not it's not the recall on the Rubicons, is it? No. Um so this is a gasoline oh, vehicle. Okay. Not it's the in tank pump. So <clears throat> three times this fuel pump was replaced by another technician at our dealership who happened to be out on vacation when it came in. <laughs> of course. And so it went to you. So guess who it went to? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm really, I, I really like this service advisor and I, I take care of him and he takes care of me. Oh, I so. bet you do. He can <laughs> wait. No, I'm kidding. I love you, Chris. <laughs> I love you,
0: Chris.
2: When you're good so, to mama. That's right.
0: Mama's good to you. <laughs> I don't know that musical. That's okay. Uh, only
2: Eric and I do. It's fine.
0: <laughs> so. um, <sighs>
1: So, I get it's getting we're getting towards the end of the day. I had the porters help push it in, right? We push it in, oh. and I, I have an apprentice. Yeah, that's what he's in. Mm-hmm. I have an apprentice, <clears throat> and I'm his where his weakness is is diagnostics. So, try. I wanted him to go through the process of diagnosing the vehicle. He's a, definitely a little rusty. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah. I was going through the process with him and we got to the point in the diagnostic process where it was time to drop the tank. Okay. So we've checked everything else we can. We know we're not getting fuel, right? We have spark. We have air. We're not getting fuel. Okay, cool. <clears throat> we know the problem is before the engine because we weren't getting any fuel coming out of the line at the fuel rail. All right, cool. Um he was finishing up a used car inspection or repair um so i was like you go do that i can pull the tank it's easy enough you don't need help with uh, you know the mechanical part so he actually ends up leaving i got pulled off to do something else and then it's like the last half hour of my shift on friday oh, of course then <laughs> i go and i pull this tank and it's super fucking easy to pull and i've got it on the the jack and I start lowering it, and it starts to slip. I'm like, mm, the fuck. So I go to position it on the jack, and I just pick it up. My bare hands. Bare hands. Like, throwing it around <laughs> this giant fuel tank for this truck.
2: That seems off.
1: Why, why do you think that might seem off?
2: Well, one would assume that when it's light, that... Perhaps there's and nothing
0: I in no, it? Yeah, got no gas in it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's your problem. I
1: pull the fuel pump out. Man, there's nothing like...
3: Nothing is, like, here.
1: Nothing is There's here. not even anything sloshing around it. Like, there's not... I could run a finger on the bottom of not, the tank. It's uh, so... Drip.
0: less than nothing. Less than fumes. Nothing. Dry, dry, thing. Are you doing your Trump impression right now? <laughs> Oh. Nothing. That, that is a Nothing. Ooh, oh mm. Nothing. Mm. I, I don't do a good job. Mm. He just keeps digging that hole deeper and mm. fucking deeper
1: What's wrong with you? Uh what's wrong with you? A lot. Um yeah, we know.
2: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> he still loves you though. I called the service advisor and I let him have it on the phone after he had already left home sick for the day.
0: Nothing. Yeah.
1: So um I again I take care of him, he takes care of me, so I gave him a hard time. I said I'm fucking livid right now, I said, not because of what's actually going on here, but because it's a waste of my fucking time on a Friday afternoon, like, really, he's like, don't worry about it, I'm still going to get you paid, I said, I'm not worried about that, I'm like, this is fucking stupid, and then I got off the phone with him, and I thought about it, and I wanted to figure out what happened, and there wasn't any evidence of fuel leaks anywhere on the vehicle, and I... In my mind, the only situation that I could come up with was that the customer pulled into the fuel station, they set the pump on automatic to fill, right? And they walked away and it clicked as soon as they walked away. And when they came back, they saw that it was quote unquote done, that the record said I did air quotes. Did not check the actual pump. And didn't actually look at how much had pumped in. I don't don't ever do that. Right. And they just put the pump back, got in the truck and left and thought assumed because they had three fucking problems with their fuel pumps that the was damn thing was broken again.
2: Well, they're rich because who doesn't look at the fuel pump dollars and go, Oh
0: Yeah. (laughs) So
2: you don't look Well, not all of
0: us are rich, Michael. I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) But I don't look either because it's just a fact of life. We have to do it. So what does it matter? like it doesn't matter so you know.
1: I, that's all i could come up with that wow. probably happened and um <laughs> so it sat in my bay until monday morning and monday morning comes and i asked plug, plug, plug. i asked well i asked my service manager to send a porters to go get fuel and the porters go to get fuel and the station that we're contracted with is <laughs> down oh shit their computers were down <laughs> no so they couldn't get me any fuel oh my god this is fucking cool so i went over to both walk tru- why are you rhyming i went oh i went You're over to poet. both wash trucks and i didn't even know it mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yes
1: and i found a gas a two gallon gas can in one of the wash trucks with just about a quarter quarter full a of f- fuel. Uh, yeah, mind you, this is like a 15, 16-gallon tank. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's give this a shot. The proverbial
0: <laughs> drop in the bucket. It yeah. really
1: is. Yeah. And so, I go and I dump the fuel in the tank, and I go... The and truck goes, it's like a little reward. Yes, it, exactly. <laughs> Crank, keeps cranking, doesn't start. I'm like, fuck, well, I guess it wasn't enough. And then I start to smell fuel. I'm like, the fuck? And so... I go around the front of the truck and I look, and there's a giant puddle on it. Oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? My apprentice forgot to reattach the fuel ah, line yes. after we were done. Uh, check. No. It. I'm like, you just wasted half of the goddamn fuel that I just dumped <laughs> in this tank
0: that you've met me so found. That I can. Yes. <laughs> you went on a Zelda quest to find. A fuel I know. In can. I just want to pull the damn thing out of my bay.
1: <laughs> no one wants to push a fucking pickup truck in the lot. Yep. So, I rehook the line. It fucking started. Yay! I pulled that bitch straight into a parking spot and walked away. <laughs> it's and they, coasting
0: on fumes. It literally is.
1: <laughs> and they brought me five gallons of fuel at four o'clock. Oh shit.
0: Yeah. This is waiting until the morning. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny. I, it just, dawned <laughs> on me. It, it just, oh, dawned sorry. On me. Oh, you when not you say were it. talking about that story, I was picturing it at the other place of business that you were at before. Hmm. I didn't realize that this was that this other. This is this yeah. Right now. Yeah, this was actually today and last Friday. So, that's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. You guys want to hear some crazy shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So do. speaking of for.
3: coming back from the weekend to some weird. The shit. weekend was here. The weekend was here.
2: It was here and it went. <laughs> <laughs> and a blink no. of an <laughs> <I.
3: laughs> eye. <Weekend. laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> We go home on Friday. Everything's pretty much done. No biggie. Funky Dory. No no weird shit. We come in on Monday morning and there is a CX5, fairly new CX5 that is parked in our lot. Proper, which was kind of weird, like Proper. in in a spot. Oh. Like one of my porters had parked it. However, there's no keys. All of the all of the windows are down. <sighs> And the inside of it, anywhere where there is access to a wiring harness, is torn to pieces. Mm. Opened, accessed, messed with. Mm. So I start asking around and, you know, nobody knows what the fuck this thing is here for. Mm. And I ask my service manager, I'm like, hey, did you notice anything coming over the weekend? Did you get a phone call? Nobody knows a thing. So, okay. There's writing on the windshield, so I think, okay, used car, just, it was dropped off here, whatever, call my used car manager. Nothing. Not a clue. Okay. So, sits there for a bit, nobody knows, you know, we're waiting, maybe a customer calls, maybe it's from a just another dealership. Blocking the service drive? Je, no, this was parked, mm. just in the back, totally fine, not blocking anything, okay. even all the way behind all the other cars. Hmm. So we're kind of kind of gets pushed to the back of the yeah. mind.
2: Actually, it's kind of blocked in by yes.
3: other cars. And you know, we're waiting for a phone call from a customer or a different dealership or whatever to go, "Hey, this is the problem with it. Can you help us?" Right, of course.
1: How come you guys didn't just run the VIN?
2: Uh, hang on, oh, sorry, uh,
1: I'm, after,
3: I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's okay. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, understandable.
3: After all this, of course, I have a fucking. You'll have to excuse me. I'm a service advisor. We're slow. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I give <them> a light. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Jesus. <laughs> slower.
2: Sl- slower. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you can understand
1: the importance of the bell.
0: Remember that dude from Breaking Bad? Yes. <laughs> so I get a light
3: bulb moment.
2: <laughs>
3: I get a light bulb moment and I go, well, let's run the VIN. Because every once in a while, you'll have a name yeah. and an email or even sometimes a, a phone, phone number, a number a attached phone to it. It is owned by Avis. Rent oh. a car.
1: Oh. oh, God. Were they trying to fix their own shit?
3: <laughs> no. So, <laughs> we... It's a lot worse than that. So, we... Okay. B- before we get to the phone call with Avis, we find out it's Avis. This is towards the end of the day on a Monday. We all go home. I come in on Tuesday, and I see my service manager, and I asked him about something else, and he goes, walk with me. I want hmm. to talk about that CX-5. Ooh. I'm like okay. And he goes, when you guys left last night, I was here until about 830 or nine o'clock and it's all thanks to that CX5. Uh. And I'm like, okay. Police, and he goes. The police showed up. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck, oh I knew it. Stop, up, stop! I'm sorry. You're so
1: fuck you, you said, guys. You all so, of you do it to me all the goddamn yeah, time. We do. You're, you're, we do. In all honesty,
0: I give you credit so far. Okay. He's hit two nails on the that head. That is actually pretty good. So There's fucking Nosadamas Nos, uh, or whatever. <laughs> so he goes. I was here till nine, and a
3: how he put it, a wackadoodle shows up. And he goes he explains that this is the car that he had rented by Avis and he had felt that there was a bomb inside of the vehicle oh this guy was on crack so my service manager calls the police get this guy the hell off of my lot all of this blah 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 Uh, guy takes off of course cops show up all this and then Apparently, to add a little bit more interesting note, you know, notes to this story, this customer had actually called the local sheriff's department and reported a bomb threat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> got to be. And that writing on oh the windshield man. was from the fucking bomb squad. Oh, my God. Clearing the vehicle. <laughs> fuck the customer did not believe said professional bomb squad and decided to rip apart all of the wiring harnesses because and i quote he saw duplicate wiring and felt that there was something off about it somebody's been watching too much mission impossible
2: well if they were watching it you know that you don't just arbitrarily go pulling wires
3: so he felt that there was still a bomb how much the- mess did this person? Yeah, I think I finally, we're talking. I finally got to lay eyes on the guy, and he was cracked out. Definitely, yes.
2: Oh, I was gonna go mentally
3: ill. No, 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 definitely. Like no. Definitely
2: schizophrenic. Big it's possi- time. It's
3: a possibility, but by
1: the looks of things, dress, demeanor, drugs.
2: Is it schizophrenic or schizophrenic?
1: Was it that guy that uh, was knocked out of his wheelchair and his little baggy <laughs> fell out of his hat?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about so that. So
1: after all of this. We finally get a hold of
3: Avis and they go, Oh, yeah, this dude showed up and just said that he just lost the keys. It got towed away on its own and <laughs> he had no idea where the car ended up. Get this car the fuck off our lot right now. Send a tow truck. We don't want it. So, car got picked up and it left. <laughs> and then Mr. it's going to make its way back to you guys to put it back together. And then Mr. Bomb Squad shows up and he goes, Where's the car? It's gone. And so are you. And he The people who put
2: the bomb in it took it.
3: Wait, I I want to understand why he had it towed to the dealership. Because he wanted
1: us to check it for improper wiring. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he was going to pay for this? It's a rental fucking car. It was
2: not thought about that Never got to
3: that point and we basically told him, you do not own this car. You do not have a say in this. We are not touching it. So after it was towed off of our lot and he showed up and he goes, where's the car? We're like, It's gone, and you need to please please leave the property. The one thing that sucks is and these people can vote. Yes, that's what sucks. And my and my service manager and I felt the same. Is his sister drove him to the dealership, and she looked scared out of her fucking mind. Jesus, and that it's like that's the problem. So either way, (laughs) bye, babe. So that was our bottom. That was our you know. Bomb car.
1: Lord. So yeah, that was fun. That was a Monday. That, that this is the type of shit that we, the reason that we have this podcast. Yes, percent yeah. like this. Hundred percent. That is crazy. Customer
2: I, states there's a bomb in my car.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, you know who else is the bomb.
2: Our sponsors—they
1: sure as shit are. Like Whoa. Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools. Nick, give me shoes. Matco Tools and shoes for Jake and Milwaukee <laughs> products, and hopefully not any bombs.
2: Well, that's Hold the true. Bombs. Hold the bombs. Travis Ferris never has bombs, except for his bomb personality, and his bomb personality is supplying us with Justice Brothers products. Thank you so much, Travis. You know, these puns
1: are just going to explode out of
3: control. Thank you to Raymond Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop, because his
1: food is da Da bomb. bomb. Yep. (laughs) Um,
2: Mike, it's your turn.
1: Hi. Hi. (laughs) And everyone else who we love
0: and appreciate your sponsorship
3: will be
2: black. That's the second time we did
0: that. Hi mike sarah here from customer states if you're searching for the highest quality additives lubricants or cleaners for your automotive heavy equipment agricultural or industrial machinery needs look no further than the justice brothers line of products from lubing your chainsaw performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle keeping that forklift forking and lifting or just need a can of that famous jb80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt justice brothers has you covered And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality.
2: (laughs)
1: We all know whose buttons we're pushing tonight.
2: Oh, Mike was about to throw a ball at you. Oh, yeah.
1: It's going to have a BF. A BF.
2: We're
1: going to have a BF. I want to talk to the manager. I'm going to write the (laughs) owner.
2: Oh, about to step up. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us and... After that break and thanking our sponsors, I'm just oh, I'm so parched in California. There's there's Santa Ana winds right now, and it's just so parching. Is that a word? Parching?
1: Not no no. I get. I picked up what
0: you're putting down.
3: <sighs> Rattling the bag.
0: <clears throat> well, thank you for cracking along with us at home. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Okay. So. Talking duckie. Everybody's favorite topic ever, especially technicians, Yeah. recalls. Oh, my God. Everyone loves them. (laughs) Everyone loves to hate them.
1: Yes. Why? I'd like to recall all the recalls.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It cancels each other out. Indeed. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
3: the CX-90s are starting to have their releases of all their lovely fucking recalls. We... We expected that, which is fun. It's
2: Yeah, it's the first.
3: It's the first model year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I bet you'll never guess what they're for. Also, oh, for updates. Oh, really? That's surprising.
2: So surprising. Didn't see
1: that coming. Yeah. So we. Turns out they installed faulty spark plugs. Your recalls are going to be replacing spark plugs on those. Why?
2: I have not heard of this. How have you heard of this?
1: Jacob and I had a previous conversation about maintenance on these vehicles mm. and how to service the spark plugs, you have to drop the entire engine. No, out of you the do not. To service the spark plugs.
2: Fuck.
1: For spark plug service. Needless to say, people are going to be getting rid of these vehicles prior to 120,000 miles. According- Is
2: that when spark plugs need to be serviced?
1: Every manufacturer is different, but I would imagine a vehicle like that is probably somewhere around 100 or 120 K. I mean, 40,000 miles. Get the fuck out
3: that's of here. What Go fuck yourself. Standard
2: is. Go 40, fuck yourself. 40 K. <laughs> on the fuck mode. up.
3: 40 fucking K. According to the field service tech, you're supposed to drop the engine to do those.
2: I am here to get my spark plugs replaced. Okay, that'll be $3,000.
1: I'm trading the car in.
0: (laughs) I I will have um, listeners uh, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive that there are uh, Porsche vehicles that are like that.
1: It takes a half hour to drop that engine.
0: You still gotta drop the engine, right? But that's a half-hour job. Well, how do you know that this other job isn't in a similar fashion? It's because it's Mazda.
3: There's no thought. The orientation <laughs> of it. It's no. an inline.
0: It's an inline six, and yeah. No. Obviously, engineers are dumb and they don't think ahead, but. Right.
1: In in reality, the job will probably pay four or five hours because you're going to drop everything together with the cradle. and me, four to five hours. Oh, my God. Those spark plugs and put that bitch back in there.
3: As the industry standard says...
2: What does the industry stand for? An engineer
3: say? will trip over a thousand virgins just to fuck a technician.
2: Okay. <laughs> You've never heard I've that never before? I've never heard
1: that. Really? Oh, my God. It's so old. <laughs> it is very old.
3: That's so, what she said. Uh, so we do have a lot of recalls right now. I was for, kidding about the spark plug recall, by the way. Mm-hmm. For With the software updates and everything. And, of course, Mazda decides to go, well, before, you know they were software updates and you know when the customer comes in you know it's not that big of a deal and they're like well what we told you before was kind of a lie now there's a stop sale on it and the recall's not even technically launched but you know we still need you to do them all because we released the software early. And if you could get that done by Friday, that'd be great.
2: Oh, and not only that, get it done by Friday, but also we haven't published any claim coding information for it. So just hold on to that claim until we figure out for you how to code it. Yep. That's what happened. I called today and they're like, well, it says on the bulletin to be determined. So we're just gonna have to have you hang on to that until we come out with the claim coding. Okay, great.
1: Recalls so you correct. want us to perform the recall before we have all of the information. Correct. But if you don't okay.
2: perform the recall, because it's a fucking stop sale. You can't sell the car. So you have to do it so you can sell the car, but you can't get paid on the recall until they come out with the information.
3: Now, see, my brain goes as there is power in numbers. So instead of doing all of them so that you can sell the car.
2: Fuck Mazda. Take it sit. to the man. Let them all sit. But then you can Yeah, can't I was
1: going to say, well, I mean, that's what we do with yeah. our stop sales. If we don't have parts, we stop the sale. Let them sit. The vehicle doesn't, they sit. We yep. had vehicles sit for yeah. nine months yep. because but this we is couldn't do the just a software
2: recall. update. Right, so,
1: but still. Nope. Can't matter. perform
3: the job properly.
1: Well, exactly you tell right. that to
2: sales right. and tell me how that goes. Wait until
1: the technicians catch wind of it that you can't pay them on time. something they spent time on. They're already
2: on. paid on it. It's fine,
1: but how are they paid if they don't know what they're getting paid? They release because the, they, times, they not released the, the time. They release the time. Got you. So we just you, can't
2: get paid. You That's all.
1: Left out that little bit of information.
2: No, no, well, now was, you the, know. Now you
3: know. The more you know. Whose emails?
2: Okay, so, so
0: many emails.
2: In the previous dealership, I had but one wish, and that was transparency and communication. And you know what? I got my wish. I've gotten
1: so many
2: internal emails (laughs) and a talking to from management saying, make sure you respond to the emails that you get, which I've always done. It is etiquette. If someone sends me something that I'm expecting, I just say, okay, thanks. Received. Whatever the fuck. Okay. Stupid. You've sent me something. I want you to know. You that should respond I've back gotten with, it. with K. That's fine. <laughs> uh, even, even a fucking period. Oh, that's fine.
1: A space. K.
2: Yeah. Just a, no subject.
1: <laughs> you can see that I replied to the email. It doesn't yeah. need to say anything.
2: Because I don't want to be the asshole that sends read receipts. Because if you're going to respond, you're not going to. you're I don't not think gonna that's respond, an
1: asshole move. You're
2: not even going to do a read receipt anyway. So what's the fucking point?
1: I don't I know, I kind read, of think I, it
2: is very passive-aggressive to send a
1: read receipt. But that's the point of read receipts, to let them know that you read it.
2: To, to, it's posturing from the person sending the email of, hey, you never fucking answer, so send me the fucking read receipt. That's what that is. I, I
1: think that's perfectly fine and acceptable. I don't think it's addictive. So
2: there was this whole conversation about make sure you respond to the emails... And so I send my emails out into the ether to management. (laughs)
1: Let the record state we're all doing
2: Allie's hand motions. Wild hand gestures.
1: Swan Lake. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: And so, you know, all of my coworkers, normal coworkers that I send them to, I get responses. Not management.
1: Mm, Not
2: normal. Send it to management. Mm, Not a fucking (laughs) peep. Not a peep. Not Not a little peep, peep, peep. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Except for the person who gave the initial speech. Careful what you wish for, bitches. So many internal emails and some Mm. of them don't even involve me.
3: You know what happens? So
2: many CCs.
3: You know what happens when you deal with all that bullshit? That means carbon
1: copy. All that you
3: want. Thank
2: you. What does BCC mean?
1: Blind carbon copy.
2: Good job, Eric. Email etiquette 101 straight from us, from you, from us at customer states to you. Ab- I had a stroke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You guys laughs> silly? What We're about gonna send it?
3: FYCC? For For your carpet copy. So when you get all of that bullshit, what does it want? What do you want after that? When do you deal with all that bullshit? What do you want? A
2: beverage.
1: Alone time.
2: Alone time.
3: Indeed. I just want to sit in
2: a corner and fetal position and rock back and forth quietly.
1: So, this is semi related, but not really. <laughs> I have a semi. Both of the girls. Can I see? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: I've seen it, but it never gets a That's me,
1: by the way. Thank you. Um, same. Um,
2: Stop it. <laughs> I do not consent.
1: So... <laughs> who says you get to
2: consent for me? Yeah. So, we have an arrangement.
1: I have recently learned in life the importance of alone time. Yes. And I feel it's very healthy for a person and hey, sometimes also... Sometimes may be
2: good, sometimes may be shit.
1: Mm, I think more good than shit. But also... Uh, for those of you in a relationship for your relationship as well
0: yeah
1: yeah um alone time is healthy and it's okay Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you love the other person any less doesn't mean you don't want to spend time with them it just means i need me time and my husband has been in about an hour away taking care of his mother because she had knee replacement surgery a week and a half ago and so i have been alone at home For the past week and a half, we've been together for almost 12 years and we haven't spent more than a day apart from each other. Can I tell you how fucking nice this has been? And again, not that I don't love him and I don't want to spend time with him, Uh
2: but this has been really fucking nice. It's good good for you. It's good to miss each other. And
1: that's the thing. We have been able, we have had a chance to miss each other and it has actually brought us closer. Uh Nobody wants to hear about my fucking relationship, but. That's not true. I've. But I feel even in this industry, having our time to ourselves, and I think a lot of technicians can relate to their alone time, going in the garage and tinkering on their car or whatever the fuck it may be. Whatever you may do, your side business, or going to go play golf or shoot your guys' fucking water pistols off, whatever it is that you guys do in in your alone time. Craft it's, room for the win. It, it's it's important and it's healthy and it's okay. That's my opinion, but I, I, I feel that you guys might agree on that as well. I do.
3: Me and Allie actually had a very similar conversation a couple of nights ago, where where I, oh, it's so nice to cuddle in bed. <laughs> Me and her, I. Yeah, but when one of us is gone and you can just starfish, just starfish on the fish. Your bed, oh. it's so nice. It's starfish. <laughs> we <laughs> both
2: said we we both appreciated uh-huh. that, and that's fine. And
1: I have a cow king, so uh, I spread that bitch all the fucking way out. I
2: just realized that Jake and I's I bet
1: you do bed
2: oh. is seven at minimum of seven years old. That mattress is seven years old. Mine is too. And it's so smush like.
0: I think you're supposed to replace it at eight years. Yeah, yeah. it's like you
2: you can look at the bed and you're see me, where we each sleep. Yeah,
1: same. Mine's <laughs> the same way. Uh-huh. yeah, it's time to replace it. You have to you have to earn that spot. It's like mattresses are fucking expensive. I know, but we, we need paid, it. it. our mattress. Have you is, had your car
0: fix at a mechanic shop? <laughs> shop? Mm,
1: yeah, you know, we replace. <laughs> it costs as much as a fucking mattress. Sometimes we replaced our mattress seven years ago. And it was six grand back then.
2: Oh, what our type of fucking
1: mattress you got?
2: Cal King. It, uh, what well, do we do in spring? Or we're do we doing uh, memory from?
1: from? It, it's a, <laughs> it's wow. a beauty rest black. Those are oh. ones oh. double pillow top. You
2: have the fucking Ferrari of mattresses. We, I wanted
1: a really nice fucking mattress. And there are other nice ones now. I want to try the purple mattress. Because oh. I've I've laid on one on the showroom floor and it's
2: fucking nice. Thank just, you for listening to our mattress podcast. I know I'm so yeah. sorry.
1: I I've, all the tangents. Casper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, something. I don't know. Anyways, all of that
1: state uh, stemmed from alone time. Ben. I I am it, it. I love Allie. You know you do.
2: I love or you. I,
3: you know I do. But at the exact same time, hugs and kisses. But, before I go with this, but
2: but. Shh.
3: She drives.
0: There's a, a butt.
3: She drives me fucking insane sometimes, oh. and <laughs> we know that the yeah. feelings
2: mutual. <laughs> As of course is
3: tradition, <laughs> and like Eric said, with that alone time, you have the opportunity to go. Man, I miss her, mm-hmm. him, person, whatever my it my is, my partner. Yeah, right. I miss my partner. It's mm-hmm. it's great for mental health, and then once everything's back to normal, it's like oh wow, I miss this, and you appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
2: But we also work with each other too, so that's like a whole different. You which know, is, we drive to work together, which is uh, proves, it's amazing.
3: Which proves the like the old belief where you shouldn't work with somebody you're married to. No, not necessarily. It just takes a special type of relationship. It's like like with her. She can call me and tell me I'm fucking up, not doing something right. It's the whole pride thing. She's my fucking boss. That's
2: fucking fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I think we compartmentalize well. It came it came easy. It wasn't something we really had if, to work if at. If I'm doing something wrong,
3: I want her to tell me. I, and plus at the same time, I want to make her job easier. And the only reason or
1: only way to do that is for her to tell me if I'm fucking up. So I what think are, now would a good, be a good time to tell you that we're planning a trip to Big Bear just her and I. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. we We want to do that. Okay. Oh, or, you know, what we could do is we could do, like, couples and Mike King come. We're not bringing, Wait, really? we're not bringing April. Yeah. Wait. No, no, no. Cut. I Wait.
3: heard we're not bringing an eight ball. I'm like, whoa, it's going to be that fuck type of trip. Fuck,
1: we <laughs> are. Fuck, we aren't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
3: it's going to be that type of
1: trip, huh? Mikey's in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If I make naked snow angels, can can I come with?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> as long as you do it face down.
2: But it's get why is there horrible. a hole in the
1: ground? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I want to see it. <laughs> Sorry,
2: it's shrinkage factor.
1: It, indeed, it's for science, Mikey. We're doing it for science. Weird science. You're
2: invited. Oh, I
1: don't
0: have a soundbite for that. Strange. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, sounds fun.
1: Anyways, Pretty so
0: I God, wanted to
3: say that's what I appreciate about you.
1: I don't know how much the foreign market, I don't think they are uh, so much affected by the parts madness right now as Mikey and I are, but I I was, I'm sure you guys have your normal amount of parts issues, Right. but I feel like Mikey and I are really affected by this and it's been... A royal pain in the ass to get our parts, things that should be overnighted to us that we mm. normally receive the following day. We're getting two to three weeks after we've already placed wow. the order for yeah. an emergency overnight order. Mikey, are you experiencing the same thing? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So it, it's, it fucking sucks.
2: But it, did you hear that? They um, reached an agreement. Uh, Tentatively. It yeah. seems like it's moving forward, but yes. nothing is set in stone. Right. As of... Today, our Lord, October 30th, 2023. <laughs> the, ink, the ink is not yet dry.
1: Right. So it's, it's frustrating for everyone right now, at least in the domestic market, mm-hmm. um, dealing with that bullshit. I have vehicles that should have been out a long fucking time ago, and they're just sitting. And customers are in our loaners sitting. just driving around. I'm sure they're not maintaining them either, even oh, though that's really? in the contract.
2: Um. So is that... Making the shop slower, or it's it just backing. What in the motherfuck? Oh, I tried just tossing it to you and it hit the bike.
1: <laughs> yeah, it. Um, <laughs>
2: that scared the shaitankies out of me.
1: It has slowed the shop didn't down. Hit the bike. It has so slowed the shop down quite a bit. There was days last pay period where we were done by two o'clock because yep. there was nothing to fucking do. There mm-hmm. we. What do you want us to do? We can't fucking.
2: There's no parts.
1: Pull parts out of our ass, like. You know, and customers, they've been somewhat understanding, but, you know, There's understandably yep. um, frustrated because we've had their vehicle for so long, but it's beyond our control. Yep.
2: Well, at least it's a news item. That, at least it's something that they kind of know about, you that, know.
1: That being said, I didn't intentionally set, my, set myself up for this, but I'm going to take it and run with it. Um. Um, Slay queen. (laughs) Slay all day. The F one shitty update. Oh yes. That has been on our fucking board for a minute. Good.
2: For like over a month.
1: Oh, it's been a month. It's been a while. I (laughs) finally got my truck back. Yay! Thank you. Thank you.
2: I'm gonna come. (laughs) You can come.
1: Only for on Saturday. For me to send a screenshot to Mikey of my Ford Pass app letting me know that there's a misfire in the check engine. (gasps) Oh, what the fuck! And the check engine lights on on my truck.
3: Oh my god!
1: On my way to Palmdale. You're me. I'm not. I really am fucking not. I've had my truck less than a fucking month. Um, real quick, that (laughs) so it took that other dealership four months to tell me that the condition I was experiencing unrelated to the check engine light and misfire um, is normal operation of the vehicle. Oh, which is fine. I'm not mad about that. That's okay. What What? I'm pissed is that it took you four fucking months for you to sit down for an hour, maybe two and send the information into Ford and say, Hey, this is going on is, you know, what, where do we go from here? And for them to respond with, Here's an article stating that this condition is normal. Four fucking months to tell me that. Get the fuck... And to top it off, I still have not gotten my paperwork. I still haven't... They haven't closed out the RO. It's still fucking open. Free. It's fucking open.
2: They should not do that. That is not best practice. It sounds like that
0: whatever dealership that you took it to
2: (laughs) is... (laughs) (laughs)
0: I have texted, I have called, I
1: sent him, I bugged the fuck out of them every day for a week, sending, copying and paste the same text every day for a week. Do you, do you Radio know anybody sometimes. that works
0: at that dealership?
1: I know many people that work at that dealership. Oh, I am weird. this close from calling the fucking service director. Man. I should have done that a long time ago. I really should have, but I don't, I know what it's like to be in the automotive yes. industry and have customers do that. I don't want to be that customer, but I feel like it's way beyond that fucking point. Oh. It really is you know I was it was nice that Ford was nice enough to reimburse me for two months worth of car payments that they had my vehicle um but I, I'm fucking I to be honest I would really love to just get rid of it because this is now you've got to fucking replace my ignition coil I'm not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything he'll
2: write up the he'll
0: service I'm not repair. Doing that. but I thought you loved me well, that's a separate story Mm.
2: He loves you so much that he doesn't want to put your relationship in jeopardy with know, your shitty I know truck. i a
0: great service advisor. That we love. I don't trust any of your service Is advisors. Is it me? I said a great Fuck service Fuck you, Mike!
2: <laughs> You're a fantastic uh, service writer. I don't trust
1: any of your service advisors.
2: That's what she said. I didn't say that. So,
1: any gays? Yeah, so it's going to make its way back to Mikey's dealership here within the next week or two. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait.
0: It's just a fucking ignition coil. Uh Oh, uh huh. What are you, a technician or something? Did you Google that? Mm, Go figure. So,
3: on the topic of Ford paying for two of your services, or excuse me, two of your payments because it had been so long. I had a lovely customer. When I say lovely, she was she wasn't bad with me. She was mad at the situation. She even told me. She's like, you so far are the only good thing that has come of the whole entire process of me purchasing my car to me picking up the car from what the repair was there for. Oof. And I said, I truly appreciate that. that That's huge. I, I I thank you for realizing I had nothing to do with that. I'll on the review. Please. I actually asked her. A like, survey. I, I asked her. I'm like, Allegedly. This, this might sound, there is no question anymore right, stating damn. that the customer has been... Asked to give oh, all tens. Okay. So Mazda said, fuck it, get all tens. It's like, okay. campaign. <laughs> so I said, I know this might sound cliche, but please, when you get the survey, give all tens, the comment
0: box, light it up. That's exactly what our dealership says. Fives across the board, otherwise we fail. Comment box, say whatever you want. Light it give up.
1: Fucking light it up. Sh- here's one for you. Should I give that service advisor tens across the board? <laughs> When my issue has been no communication from him.
0: Well, so that's (sighs) a, that's a, that's a a specific and uh, odd circumstance. And I'm interested to hear the listeners point of view of this because we all work in the automotive industry, but because these surveys, are, are are they ghosting you? Yes. Because it's you. I don't know. Does it, it ma- these surveys Does it
1: fucking are, matter? It doesn't are matter. They, are they backpacking
0: him because they know that he's got other modes of transportation? You're absolutely correct. But here's the
1: thing, though, I'm still a paying customer, yep. regardless if no. they know me. No, it's a yes, warranty. I am. Oh it's, my god. I, I, still oh, I still have to pay a deductible. Oh, you're 10 fucking. It doesn't matter. I still have to pay a deductible. I am a paying customer. Hey, I, I paid I'm playing for that ex- here. Okay. I paid for that extended service contract. You paid for the truck. I paid for the truck. I am still a paying customer. Did you buy it from that dealership? No, I bought it from oh. your dealership. It doesn't fucking matter. But
2: here's the thing. Okay, so you're, you're a so, bit of devil's advocate there saying... Devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, is that so at least communicate if that is the situation of, okay, well, I know you have other modes of transportation. I know you have this. Then say something. Don't just you know, if Eric is texting once a week or whatever he said he was doing and he's not getting any response, that's a fault of the dealership. You should at least keep the lines of communications open, especially if you worked together. So, like, come on. Just be like, hey, I need a solid. I need another, you know, what? Hey, this is what's going on in the shop. You're a tech. You understand.
1: Exactly. Right? And, and, and I go back. I'm sorry, Mikey. I'll circle back to you right now. I want to go back to my original question. The yeah. fact that these surveys are based off of a service advisor's performance solely, not the dealership, not the technician, not the parts delay. Not the interaction with the fucking general manager, the service advisor. Based on that information. I say in this
0: circumstance, you have to answer honestly. <laughs> Michael? Well, so I kind of wanted to talk about the like, lack of communication at dealerships. And right now we have a customer that took one of our rental vehicles and is in a dealership that or uh, the vehicle broke down out of state. They took our vehicle out of state, which is a big no-no. Which is that regal?
2: Is so, it in your agreement yes. not to do such? I
0: think it might be, but it's kind of beyond. Like because insurance covers the car yeah. in California, so so they took the vehicle the like insurance? far far away, and the vehicle broke down, and so the customer had it towed to the nearest four dealership out there, and in trying and it's. Like when we signed the rental agreement over to the, to the customer, it had you know, like 62 miles on it. Brand new car, brand new car. Like nothing was wrong with it.
1: They that. were the first person to use it. Yeah.
0: First person to use it. And for whatever, I, we still don't really know the full story cause we haven't had communication. I'll get there, but we have been trying to call the service manager and the, uh, general manager and the service writer anybody that we can get on the phone for like a week or so because they were in our rental and they're not offering them rental because obviously there's no rental coverage for that Mm -hmm. thing so we have these customers that are stranded in a hotel calling us every single day what's going on and like we had to tell them we've been on the phone like on hold for two hours waiting to try and get a hold of somebody over there you you try and call a message they've left messages emails you know you go through the whole chain of like you know it's not even robo callers because it's like some like remote dealership you know you talk to receptionist like oh we'll pass you through and then they send you to to the the person's voicemail and you know you know rings and nobody picks up and you leave all the messages and you send all the emails again craziness and it's like i i I can't send somebody out there to go like say what is going on with our vehicle just like the the communication is so crucial and so key if you don't have that you are going to have so many problems it doesn't matter whether you fix the car properly or wash it at the end of the day or anything like that if you don't communicate everything that you're doing with the customer when they ask for it or even beforehand you're you're going to be in in trouble
2: and dealership to dealership communication That's can straight be straight up
0: disrespectful. Terrible yes, it is. Though. It is fucking but why? terrible. Why? I'm
2: I do not
1: know. D- we do
3: this together like why why wouldn't you calling the one fucking Just Mazda dealership
1: up the hill is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It, it's it's super disrespectful and I'm still Is
2: this a remote dealership or is it a very like city driven
0: dealership well i just realized as i was explaining the story that i through the powers of not only this podcast listener group but also probably um the uh social media ford groups that i'm involved in i can probably figure out somebody or or probably a few people that work there and Give you actually an answer. Be proactive about this. That's really incredible. So thank you for once. What's I the name? Zuckerberg. Well, I can't. I can't. I can't tell you that. So circling
3: back to the why can't you know Mazda pay for with your two payments being covered? The lady said, "Hey, you did a great job." I asked her all of that. The car had a couple hundred miles on it. CX90, <clears throat> and it was leaking from oil or fluid. From one of the seals, on, I hate fluid leaks on the oh. on the transfer case. Uh-huh. Okay, rightfully so. So <laughs> she's a little upset at the fact, and I try explaining it to her. I'm like, "Look, lots and lots and lots and lots of these cars are produced, and I tell a lot of my customers. Unfortunately, you drew a short straw. the The car is still fine, and the car is in great shape. Just for whatever reason." This seal had a problem. A it had a little nick it in it.
0: Pinched. It was you know, this, that, the other. Whatever. whatever.
2: No big deal. It'd it would be nice good. if the technician would record what was wrong with the seal and not just say that it was leaking. But who am I to care about such things? Right.
0: And found seal leaking. So, you know,
3: I.
2: Replace seal.
3: Yeah. She actually called in when it was my Saturday. And I. she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And nobody's helped me in this, that, and the other. thing. I'm like, bring it in. Just bring it in now. Yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, seriously!" I'm like, "Yes, put it in a loaner, get it fixed, all said and done." She picks it up today. You know, she expresses her disdain. Fuck finance. Fuck sales. Fuck Mazda. All Autors, of this. Yeah. You were great. I just you, you can you, <laughs> I'll slip that one in there. <laughs> you you can you can tell a lot of this is buyer remorse driven. Mm. They're not cheap cars. No. And, and is it a 90? It's a yes. 90. And, you know, she goes, well, you know, I, I just, you know, I called Mazda and, you know, they're not willing to pay for one of my payments. And I go,
1: you're in a loaner. Well,
3: <laughs> number one, you're in a loaner. but Hilaire. You're in a loaner. But number two, we've had your car for four days.
1: I'll get the fuck out of here.
3: So, I'm like, I, I it's like, I under... I, and
2: Eric I, has no sympathy nah, with no. his truck. <laughs> well,
3: honestly, neither do I. But, of course, yeah. facing and talking to the customer, I'm like, I understand your concern. But I'm like, I personally have a customer's car here that we have had for almost seven months because of going back and forth claims, trying to get, you know, people out yeah. here. I'm like, they look at it as the bigger picture is that. It's like four days is... Not a lot. I'm like, I know it. uh, It upsets you, and she goes, "Well, you know, I had to put gas in this fucking loaner, and you know, with my car, I wouldn't have to because it's a plug-in." I'm like, "No, that's not true. Your car—I told you. I'm like, you still have gas for Mm. your car. Granted, you don't have to rely on it, but still." Then she goes, "You know, and something else." And then she goes, "Well, what? And you guys didn't even charge my car?" And I'm like, "We can't." Charge your car when it's being worked on. Yeah. I'm like, it's not safe. My cust- or, you know, my technicians can't do this. It's a high voltage vehicle, and I'm like, when we were done with the repair, we plugged it in. But our chargers are set to very specific parameters. We can't leave it in overnight. There's a bunch of stuff. So
0: gotta set phases. It's done.
3: So we we charged it thirty percent, and she's like, oh, that's unacceptable. I'm like, it, it, it's some people you can't no. win yeah. no matter what and you know she was well you know Mazda should pay for all this I'm like technically speaking they Mazda are. did pay for all of it your fucking loaner your fucking repair all of this I'm sorry that you had to put $18-$20 worth of gas into a free vehicle instead of giving you the middle finger and saying figure it out right so anyways end rant
1: mm. Well, well, that was fun.
3: That
2: was fun, you guys. It's good to be back. I missed, missed you guys. Too. Well,
1: we missed you too. So much.
2: <laughs> Mike's going, Mike's shaking his <laughs> head. No, no, no we no. didn't really miss you.
0: <laughs> no. I missed you a lot. I said that a lot on the last
2: episode. You were mad at me for not coming to the last episode.
0: You had a excuse. Well, the next episode, we'll be
1: wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oh my God! It's almost Christmas it. time.
1: I know. Hope you did your Christmas shopping. No,
2: I, no, bitch! I have not.
1: You know,
3: I have
2: done no Christmas there, shopping.
1: There is
3: very little gift exchange going on this year. You know who has great. You get a and hug. You get his... a
2: hug. What our
3: sponsors? <gasps> Some of our sponsors from Justice Brothers. Looking for a last minute gift for a loved one? Give <laughs> <Get> them JB eighty
2: <laughs> for all their squeaky
0: needs. <laughs> <laughs> That's by Travis Ferris, by the way. Yes, he's awesome.
2: Thank you, Travis. Uh,
0: we would like to also thank uh, Nick Lowers.
2: Okay, from that was so disrespectful Between tonight. you and your
0: fucking
1: drink and you and the fucking bag. Jesus Christ. Thanks to Nick Lowers from Matco Tools, thanks to Matco Tools, and Milwaukee Products.
2: <laughs> thank you, Ray. Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. With your creamy guac and delicious burritos, Delicious. Thank you to Norman
1: Glazier. Thank you to Dale Follett. Fall wow. Oh, my God. Nice Folly. I've had one too many. Yeah, uh, you're going to get a water next. Bev's. Uh! Um, <laughs> thank you to everybody else who listens and sponsors us. We love you. Look for us on the socials. Just type into Google Customer States Podcast. You'll be able to see everywhere we are and everywhere we're not.
0: Buy our merch, Please. customerstatespodcast.com.
1: We would really appreciate it. We still need to write the letter to that one customer. I
0: am that oh, oh my God, this spent like six months. I'm also going to try and get all of the new employees that we have at our dealership to do the Satan's Blood Challenge. Oh, stay tuned. I will bring the remote thing. We will have another... Another segment. I, I'm going to do mm. good times. Yeah, I'm going to torture some new kids. Oh, it's uh, tastes- good.
2: Should I try and get our GM to do it?
3: And with that, we say, Fuck
0: you. <laughs> ah, yeah. And that with that, we good. say, Nope, sorry, I already uh, said uh, it. It's
2: rude. <laughs> <laughs> <Kewu>. No, <laughs> yes. With that, we say, Hulu no <laughs> no real bad i do sounds good
0: and Bye. with that we say love you Ooh, woo. love you love you
2: love you love you i love you oh god
3: boy
0: hi this is mike sarah from customer states matco tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry and nick lowridge is one of the best matco tool distributors Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home from oil drain pans to beef jerky. Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to a uh, matco and find a matco tools distributor near you. Matco tools. Service trust results